Good evening. This is Bud Ludmer bringing you selections from my own record collection in a program we call Bud's Corner. Each Sunday night at this time, I'll be playing the great swing music of the 30s and 40s, the big bands in their heyday, the small groups, the great individualists. Sometimes we'll dip back into the 1920s to explore the beginnings of this wonderful music we call jazz, and sometimes we'll venture into the later years to appreciate the new ideas and even some of the mainstream players of today. But whatever it is, it will swing. Our format is to feature one artist each week and to explore his career. This week we're going to do that with Benny Goodman. But since um, Goodman's career, recorded career in life has been so long, you simply cannot do that in one session and it has to be broken down into various segments. So we're going to take the Benny Goodman small groups, the trio with Gene Krupa and Teddy Wilson, the quartet when Lionel Hampton was uh, added, and later the sextet with Charlie Christian, Cootie Williams, uh, and others. By mid-1935, the Benny Goodman Band was uh, coming in, into its heyday. The Palomar engagement in uh, Los Angeles was over, the swing era was on, and Benny Goodman was being crowned the King of Swing. The band at that time was strictly a conventional 16-piece uh, uh, orchestra. The first venture that uh, he had into a multiracial group was when he was invited while the band was playing a six-month engagement on the way back from the Palomar at the Congress Hotel in Chicago. He was invited by a uh, young Chicago um, lady and uh, promoter to join the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra and uh, appear with them. He and Gene Krupa did that, and this was perhaps the first time in a pay, pay situation where the audience had to pay that uh, a multiracial group uh, uh, played together. Uh, shortly after that, uh, Goodman made some trio records. These were, this was not a performing group, but strictly on records, uh, which was the start of the trio with the great uh, pianist Teddy Wilson and with Krupa from his own band on drums. This is from their July 13, 1935 recording, the popular song of that time, Who?
It was a Benny Goodman trio with a recording of Who. The two people who urged uh, Goodman to form a multiracial group were a young society girl who became a jazz buff named Helen Oakley and a jazz promoter and organizer named Edwin Ashcroft. After the um, appearance with the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra and the first uh, recordings of the uh, trio, they urged Goodman to bring Teddy Wilson from New York to join the band. The Congress Hotel, as most places at that time, had a policy which prevented uh, whites and blacks from playing together on the stage. Goodman made a deal with the management and got around that by having Wilson play intermission piano. Then he got the consent of, uh, from the uh, hotel for Krupa and himself to join uh, Wilson during the intermission in a little show. This was the start of the trio. Here's another one of their first records, After You've Gone. Thank you. 
Benny Goodman Trio after you've gone. The arrangement at the Congress Hotel worked out well. The audience seemed to pay no attention and accepted it uh, uh, as they did any other music. As is often the case, the uh, promoters are more frightened of the change than the audience is. Here's another one of the uh, trio recordings uh, from that time. Uh, it's Body and Soul. Teddy Wilson plays a great piano solo, and uh, he's still a very young man at this time, and these records helped establish him with national fame as a new giant in the piano field. This is the trio, Body and Soul.
The Goodman Trio had been a tremendous success at the Congress Hotel in Chicago. He brought Wilson with to uh, back to New York with him to the, their engagement at the Hotel Pennsylvania. Actually, Goodman had been gone from uh, New York for almost a year. Uh, it was that long since he had left on the momentous road trip which uh, ended at the uh, engagement at the Palomar in Los Angeles. Uh, he came back the King of Swing. Wilson uh, and the trio continued to play at the Hotel Pennsylvania, and uh, audience were delighted by the displays of delicacy, nuance, and lightning speed which, uh, with which they played. This encouraged uh, Goodman, and uh, shortly thereafter he sent back to Los Angeles for uh, another musician that he had heard. This was Lionel Hampton, a vibraphonist, and uh, um, Hampton joined the Goodman Trio and it became the Goodman Quartet at the Hotel Pennsylvania. This is one of their first recordings in 1936, Moonglow.
the Goodman Trio was a tremendous success, the quartet was a stupendous success. Hampton added another dimension. He had a wonderful beat, tremendous energy. His uh, playing uh, was simple, harmonic and melodic lines, but added with the to the inventiveness of Goodman, the solid beat of uh, Krupa and the delicacy and origination that uh, Wilson had. It uh, they formed a group that added a new dimension to jazz. Uh, actually, up to that time, New Orleans jazz, Dixieland, and big band music was largely, one might say, loud and often blaring. Now we had another dimension in really a chamber music that brought jazz uh, into a new field. Another one of their uh, recordings of that time, and this is from the famous uh, Carnegie Hall concert on January 16, 1938, the Betty Goodman Quartet, Avalon.
Lenny Goodman Quartet at the Carnegie Hall concert January 16, 1938. Another record made at about that same time of the uh, quartet is Ida, Sweet as Apple Cider.
light as sweet as apple cider. In the summer of 1938, Gene Krupa left the Goodman Orchestra to form his own and very successful uh, and uh, long-lived orchestra. It was the first uh, change in the uh, uh, Goodman Quartet. His place was taken by Dave Tuff, who was a boyhood friend from, Chica from Chicago of Benny Goodman's. Tuff was a small, fragile man. His beat was not as strong as that of uh, Goodman, but it was more loose, buoyant, propulsive. And uh, there are many that feel that actually the quartet made many of its best records with Tuff on drums. Krupa, of course, was a flamboyant drummer, one of the stars of the Goodman Band, uh, but his playing on the quartet records is subdued and uh, uh, certainly contributes a great deal to it. This is one of the first records made of the quartet with Krupa gone and Dave Tuff on drums. This is October 1938, Opus One Half. <laughs> Thank 
Opus one half. When the original quartet was uh, founded in 1936, Goodman and Krupa were 26 years of age, Wilson was 23, and Hampton was 22. Dave Tuff, of course, replaced uh, Krupa in 1938. Tuff was of fragile health and was in and out of the Goodman band because of health reasons on many occasions. Actually, uh, in 1938, another quartet album was made. This is with Krupa back on drums in place of Tuff. This is Have You Met Miss Jones? It would be difficult to find four more compatible spirits and finer musicians than Goodman, Wilson, Hampton, and either Krupart or Tuff. The quartet was and remains a one of the great musical organizations of the swing era or any other jazz era. However, in late uh, in 1938, the Goodman band expanded by. Uh, 
an important new member. He was Charlie Christian, the great uh, uh, guitarist who was to be the leader of modern jazz guitar. And uh, with that, Goodman saw the need to expand the uh, uh, quartet, and so it became a sextet. This is uh, 1938. Uh, the sextet now consists of Goodman, Hampton, Charlie Christian, the, the bassist Artie Bernstein, and a new drummer, Nick Fatul. Actually, the pianist is uh, Count Basie. Goodman always was um, uh, had a soft spot in his heart for the Basie organization, for, for Basie himself, and on many recordings borrowed men uh, from the Basie Orchestra or Basie himself. And uh, a series of sextet uh, records were made with Basie on piano. This is that group in 1938, Gone With What Wind? Thank you. 
Benny Goodman sextet of 1938, Gone With What Wind. By uh, 1939, Teddy Wilson had uh, left the Goodman Orchestra to form uh, his own big band, which was short-lived, but uh, an excellent band. Um, his place at that time was taken in the band by Fletcher Henderson, who had had his own great orchestra before this. Henderson was, of course, a great arranger and uh, is uh, responsible for many of the big band uh, Goodman arrangements. You will note that by this time, um, the band is interracial. Charlie Christian sits in regularly with the, uh, as the guitarist. Fletcher Henderson was the regular pianist, something Teddy Wilson had never been. Uh, this is that group with Henderson on piano in late 1939. The very familiar tune, Memories of You. Thank you. 
Penny Goodman Sextet, Memories of You. By 1940, the sextet became Benny Goodman and his sextet, since, they are, uh, that it, since it expanded to seven members. The chief reason was the coming over from the, from the uh, Duke Ellington Orchestra of the great, great trumpeter, Cootie Williams. Goodman just had to add him to the group, and he also added his own uh, saxophonist of the time, Georgie Auld. So the group was Williams, Goodman, and Auld in the front line. John Garneri had come over from the Artie Shaw Orchestra. Charlie Christian is still there. This uh, is um, late 1940, as long as I live. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Benny Goodman uh, sextet, As Long As I Live. You'll note that even with the coming of the sextet, the adding of a trumpet and saxophone, the playing remains subdued, quietly swinging in a chamber music uh, uh, manner. One of the big uh, swing numbers of the Goodman Big Band was uh, Airmail Special. Goodman couldn't uh, resist uh, adapting this to the sextet. So here is the same group, 1941, with their version of Airmail Special. <laughs> Thank you. 
Goodman grew up uh, listening to New Orleans jazz that came to the south side of Chicago, he, and he always loved to play the old New Orleans tunes. Here's the sextet playing Royal Garden Blues. <laughs> Charlie Christian was dead at the age of 23 from tuberculosis. The group had changed. Lou McGarity was on trombone, Mel Powell on piano, and uh, for the first time the group had a singer, a young girl from North Dakota named Peggy Lee. This is On the Sunny Side of the Street. Thank you. 
just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Don't you hear the pit of and that happy tune is your step. Life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. I used to walk in the shade with those blues on parade, but I'm not afraid. This rover crossed over. If I never had a cent, I'd be as rich as Rockefeller. Gold dust at my feet on the sunny side of the street. Sextet uh, with Peggy Lee on the sunny side of the street. Certainly the Goodman Sextet trio and quartet set a standard for subdued, cool, small group jazz. When one hears the modern jazz quartet of today, you think of the roots that went before them. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, playing for you the great swing music of the past. This is Bud Lundberg speaking to you from Bud's Corner. Next week, uh, we will have a special program on the jazz scene in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Until then, as always, swing is the thing. ¶¶